Schwab is here. He is the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum. Look at things like artificial intelligence. Exactly. And robots. Look yeah. at things like um, gene editing. Exactly. You know, opening a whole new horizon for medical science. And you see, the difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take a genetic editing, uh, just as an example, it's you who are changed. And of course, this has a big impact on your identity. You began to do that kind of gene editing. Some people worry that you are changing what it means to be human. That's the problem. And, uh, it, uh, of course, the new uh, Industrial Revolution offers us many opportunities. It raises many fold questions on the ethical, but even legal uh, implications. And we have to be prepared for it. And that's what we want to do in Davos next year. Yo, in today's podcast, dystopia, fourth industrial revolution, fourth industrial revolution at our doorstep, we see everywhere in the world, we see a new techno-political regime, one that's based on a persuasive surveillance, the curtailment of free movement, the mothballing of machines that run on fossil fuels, and the substitution of human workers or robots. This new regime, in other words, is profoundly anti-human. We are told that these techno- technological changes are organic market developments, a visionary response to consumer demand. The fourth industrial revolution will be people-powered, says the global, global consulting giant McKinsey & Co. Yet, if you don't like the new order, well, fuck you, because it's inevitable. Anyway, just a year ago, Carl Schwab, our boy, himself pronounced... The people assume we are just going to go back to the good world which we had and everything will be normal again. This, let's say, fiction. It will not happen, according to Carl Schwab. A critical component of this fourth industrial revolution for Schwab and others is something they call the Internet of Bodies. Technologies that would integrate the human body directly into the web. Wow. As a recent report by the RAND Corporation details, having people quite literally linked in might yield brain-computer interfaces that could allow allow amputees to control prosthetic limbs with their minds. But, you know, 
These risks are grave. These include blurring the line between man and machine, obviously. The emergence of something like indentured servitude upon failure to make payments on the industrial twos hosted within oneself. Further exposure to the unfolding logic of surveillance. Advancing the merger of state and corporate powers into an omniscient apparatus for observation. Other developments offer similar trade-offs. For example, autonomous semi-trucks might potentially give us more orderly traffic. Yet, this modest benefit could come at a price of putting more than 4 million American truck drivers out of work. Or how about central bank digital currencies, on which the Federal Reserve released its first study in 20, uh, 2022? The first benefit, according to the Fed, of course, according to the Fed, is convenience. The first risk, extraordinary difficulty in securing consumer privacy. Technological revolution isn't inedible. It is eminently political. <sighs> What's up, everyone? That was my little monologue on the fourth industrial revolution, which I'll be getting into today and explaining in a little bit more detail uh, why the hell it's dystopic and uh, it's on our doorstep and it's here. And uh, we're going to have to deal with it at this point. <sighs> Love the dystopia. All right, we'll be back. I'm very concerned personally because if you take the fourth industrial revolution, it will have a tendency to increase even the gap and to force the social exclusion because the profits will go to those who have the talents, the inventors, the entrepreneurs, those who have the capital, but not necessarily those who do the work. And you talk about the fourth industrial revolution, but the point about your fourth revolution is it's, it's happening and you can't, and we can't stop it. So it's a question of how we manage it. Exactly. I figured I'd be able to have Carl Schwab explain it uh, just as beautifully as anyone there. So his uh, grave concern there on the fourth industrial revolution is that when everything becomes automated and AI takes over and all that and so forth. The only real winners of it are going to be the people with capital, aka the rich, entrepreneurs, uh, engineers, inventors, you know, and basically the working class or anyone who does any kind of labor is pretty much asked out. And then it's, it's very funny towards the end where he's like, uh, so this, this fourth industrial revolution of yours, uh, it's uh, totally just going to happen. There's nothing we can do to stop it, right? And he's like, yeah, exactly. So you can see his, how it's, uh, it's an agenda that they're pushing and it's not actually naturally occurring like the other industrial revolutions. And in my little monologue there, I said, uh, the fourth industrial revolution isn't necessarily destiny or it's, it's not organic. It's not inedible, like they're saying. It's, it's, it's political. It's, it's done for, ser for various reasons, like surveillance and... Uh, and I believe it's inherently anti-human 
so they don't need humans for labor anymore. So what do they do with what they call the useless eaters? They want to get rid of them via, you know, experimental vaccines and so forth. So if they don't need a labor force, if they don't need us anymore by 2030 is their agenda, then, uh, you know, they're going to stop catering to the human race. And it is an anti-human agenda and ideology because we're transcending past humans in, in their eyes. Instead of uh, working with technology in, in, a, in a good moral way, you know, this is the dangers of someone hijacking artificial intelligence and uh, using it for their own means. And that's kind of what I was trying to get at is a uh, first thing to know about this dystopia we're in. It's not it's not a natural progression of evolution or or uh, human history or human destiny. It's uh, manufactured in a way to suppress truth and to basically undermine everyday people um, for their nefarious and their uh, just discussing agenda that's anti-human. So I kind of wanted to set the background as to what what is the dystopia, right? We're in the in the world of the World Economic Forum. We're in the midst of this industrial revolution called the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which I'll get to. But that's that's where we are in this point of time is uh, this new techni- techno liberal regime on the doorstep of this fourth industrial revolution, which was set up by COVID-19 to start all these measures to lead us into this fourth industrial revolution. So that's kind of the background of this whole show. That's, that's where we're at. And I'm not just making this shit up. I mean, you can hear these guys talking about it for themselves. It's out in the open. Uh, they hate you. They think you're stupid. They don't even care anymore. They, they will literally just say their plans out loud. And I think it has to do a lot of of that karmic retribution kind of thing where the Satanists or if you study Satanism or you look into it, they, they think that because if they tell you in advance what they're doing, then they're not really committing a sin. Since you have free will, like if you say, hey, this, uh, this apple's poisoned. And if you put poison apples as a label and people still, uh, people still eat it, then you're not at fault. And that's kind of... That's kind of what I think a little bit's what's going on here. It's like we're gonna create a technical, uh, basically prison for you, as long as you don't say no, it's totally fine, kind of thing. And I think that's it's not that they're being nice to tell us what their plans are. I do believe it's a little bit of that karmic retribution, where they think because of free will, if you tell people exactly what you're gonna do and they allow it or they concede to it, then uh, there's actually no evil being committed. So that's kind of the background of this entire show. In the next segment here, we'll get into what exactly, what are the little details of the of the fourth industrial revolution and go from there. All right, in today's dystopia. In today's podcast, dystopia. So I want to get into what is the fourth industrial revolution. So I'm not going to bore you with all the history of the industrial revolution. If you want to go look that up, that's fine. But I try to condense it as soon as small as possible. The first industrial revolution used water and steam power to mechanize production. The second used electric power to create mass production. The third used electronics and information technology to automate production. Now a fourth industrial revolution is building on the third. The digital revolution that has been occurring since the middle of the last century 
it is characterized by a fusion of technologies that is blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological spheres. So it's basically transcending uh, the marketplace itself uh, between physical, digital, and biological, right? So they're kind of merging and becoming one. So to, to me, it, if we had to kind of break that down, the fourth industrial revolution to me is like the, prolif the proliferation or like basically the coming together of, of, of various technologies, but instead of like person to machine, it'll be machine to machine. There won't be a need for like a middleman anymore with these technologies. It's just gonna be machine to machine talking to each other, solving problems like AIs, essentially. Uh, no more like data entry shit. You know, the data will be communicated from machine to machine. No need for input from a human or analysis from a human or anything like that. It will be strictly machines to machines. Uh, that's the that's what best can summarize what that technology is going to be in the fourth industrial revolution. So there is, it may seem like a lot of good things, right? Because of a lot of the propaganda out there is, uh, you know, if we would just read this, just read this quick article. Basically saying, uh, wait, let me read this real quick. According to the World Economic Forum, 38% of organizations believe AI and automation, and automation technologies will enable people to do new productivity enhancing occupations. Over 25% over believe automation will lead to the induction of new roles. I don't, they're saying basically yeah, all this new technology is going to open up uh, all this kind of new stuff for humans. I highly doubt that. However, by 2022, here's the real, here's the real stuff. 50% of employers expect automation to reduce their full-time workforce. And by 2030, it expected that robots will replace 800 million humans throughout the world. So there you go. By 2030, robots and automation, this machine-to-machine, fourth industrial revolution, uh, 800 million. And that's probably a very conservative. This is a mainstream media outlet here. We're talking basically not just 800 million, probably the entire marketplace will be computer to computer, everything electric. That's kind of the future they're pushing for to towards. So that's kind of the technical of what is the fourth industrial revolution. Um, obviously, it has a lot of, I guess you want to say benefits. One of the one of the things that I've been pondering on, and, and it's always, well, as humans, we'll, we'll transcend work. We won't need to work anymore uh human or the robots will do it for us we, we'll transcend we will do more important things like art and philosophy or whatever the fuck you want to tell ourselves but uh that that's that's when everything's in utopia right that's like thinking everything's gonna go right and the right people are in control of the ais and you know as far as we know, because if you're an idiot, if you're an idiot, you think, oh, the world's just a happy go place. You know, things are going to work out with all this automation and all this. It's like, come on, man, you got to You got to realize human nature. Once once these people who are pushing for this industrial revolution, like Carl Schwab, do this, then you're going to be out of work or most of society will be out of work. If I'll be out of work, everything will be automated. And like he said in that clip I played, you know, he's very concerned about that because that means what do we do with all these people who are now essentially just become become underneath the poverty line overnight we're talking 
hundreds of millions of people. And uh, that is a big concern. And that's why they want to, you've had these, we've had these talks of the UBI, the universal basic income. You know, that's why they were pushing that a little bit. I mean, they, they see it coming and they're trying to think of things already to how to keep us functioning as the world passes us by, according to World Economic Forum and Carl Schwab. So that's kind of just the general background of, of what the fourth industrial revolution is and it's going to become. And like I said, the COVID-19 has set the stage for this, right? Because you, they did mass surveillance, kept you in your homes, authoritarian government kind of took over. They showed their true colors. They lied about the vax, right? We'll get, oh, there's another episode coming on the vax. On, uh, once they released the Fauci files, that's still coming. But right, they, they did all this in order to set this prefaces up of the inedible fourth industrial revolution. Okay, so I talked about, uh, about the human transcendence, right? That's something that can sell out, sell to us, or you know, you don't need to work, or, or this and that. However, now we'll get to kind of the political reasons as to why they want this. It's not because of this amazing technology that's going to transform human life for the better. It's because it's going to give them the opportunity to spy, genetically hack you via our uh, mRNA, gene editing vaccines, etc. Able to turn off your gas stove if it's electric uh, per their leisure, to put a carbon tax on you because of the climate change stuff, to track your carbon output, things of that nature. And while the Western world led the first three industrial revolutions, Britain and the US, uh, this fourth industrial revolution to me looks like it's primed to be conquered by China, which they already have an authoritarian state out there. And I think I checked back about a year ago in my archives. I talked about that eagle eye thing they had where they, people were snitching on other citizens in China already. They already have a social credit system out there. And that's where the fourth industrial revolution ultimately ends, is the social credit system, authoritarian surveillance state where every, everything you do is tracked. You're a useless eater, your carbon's tracked, you can only eat bugs, you can no longer eat meat because of the carbon, things of that nature. That's why they want to get to this. That's the political side of it. So I wanted to give you both sides and I'll go deeper into that coming up. So there's this first side of it, right, which is the innovation of technology, which is happening, right? AI is coming, whether you like it or not. The singularity where robots become smarter than humans is coming, if not already here with chat GBT and things of that nature, they're, they're doing it. But we know we're in a dystopia. So if you're in a dystopia and AI comes to rise and dystopic evil people take control of that, then you're going to end up in a 1984 kind of surveillance state, um, anti-human kind of society, which, um, which is the reason I even wanted to do this show. It's because I was like, oh shit, we're in a shit of dystopian. It's coming towards us. So I'll get to the political side effects of the fourth industrial revolution and how they want to control us and things like that coming up. Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. 
But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. And you see, the difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing. Right. Uh, just as an example, it's you who are changed, yeah. and of yeah. course this has a big impact yeah. on your identity. Yeah. Dr. Schwab, I'm flattered you'd ask me to keynote. Uh, there's an expression in my old neighborhood back in the United States. This may be above my pay grade. It's not above yours, though. You've written extensively on the topic that you've asked me to speak to. Mastering the Fourth Industrial Revolution. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. Well, I think maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital and if this is this was the moment when every everything became monitored that we agreed to be surveyed all all the time not just in authoritarian machines but even in democracies and maybe most importantly at all this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin my second thought is related to take care and cultivate all our resources. It's not just the physical capital which is essential for our long-term well-being. No, we have to take care and we have to cultivate also our natural capital, our environmental capital our human capital and our social capital. So we need a new enlightened definition of what is called capitalism. People could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century. It feels like, like we fell off the edge of the cliff, especially given that, you know, the last two, three decades have been the most peaceful era, or one of the most peaceful eras in human history. And this is now over. We are in an increasingly turbulent world. So what you just heard there was Yuvi Noah Harari, an Israeli-born world economic forum member and a lead advisor for our boy, Carl Schwab. That's that little spineless little fucker you hear in the beginning, the little rat.
And then obviously you hear the supervillain himself, Carl Schwab, get into there. But one thing that really struck me, as we were talking about that karmic retribution shit that Satanists use to justify, if not tell themselves that they're getting away with committing evil upon innocent people, is he said when we agreed, right, to be surveillance. That's what he was saying in the COVID-19 one where he's like, if people can, then his little fucking rat voice, however the fuck you want to, fuck that food. But what he was saying was, if, you know, that was the first time in history we've seen it in a democracy where people willingly agree to be surveillanced in a way that's authoritarian, that's not good for them in, in basically in any way. So you can see how he's using those karmic retribution kind of ideals where he, they agreed to it. Wow, we saw that they agreed to it, the COVID-19 thing. So now they're planning this other shit where they're going to tell you it. And if you agree to it, then they're off their hook, essentially. Another key one was the... You are an hackable animal now, right? With this gene, that's part of the fourth industrial revolution, right? A technology, of like nanotechnology, where the vaccine isn't even a traditional vaccine. It's a gene editing vaccine, I believe. I'm no doctor, but even I know that it's a gene editing vaccine. It doesn't actually contain the virus like traditional ones. I think it modifies your, your something. I'm not going to talk like a doctor. But I, what, from what I know is that it modifies you so you produce spike proteins that kill the virus. But it edits your genes in a way that makes you produce those spike proteins. So that was kind of their test right there, if you want to ask me. is uh, the hackable under the skin, where now we're changing humans genetically through uh, MRI technology. So you're a hackable animal now. Uh, like how they use the word animal, your livestock, as I mentioned before, you're not a... F oh, no, no, <laughs> the, the craziest one, actually, I'm, I'm totally missing it, is uh, that you're a mysterious soul with free will. It's over. So, yeah, you, you as a self, a self, like a, you make your own decisions, you're, you are a self, you are a person, you are in control of your own morality your own decisions that that is over and they want to hack you who knows I mean, they may be able to hack you to do certain things that you know you don't want to do by taking these future vaccines in the future with this mrna technology so that's kind of the political things right they want to monitor you they and like even he even stated in those clips was covid19 was you know set the background for this kind of stuff so now they know that it's possible to get you to agree to basically anything. So now they want to implement basically the carbon tax and track you. Remember the, the COVID passports where they would track how far you were traveling and all that? They can use all that to say, hey, you can't move around because of the carbon that you've used. So we're going to shut off your electric car. I mean, this is let's just say you're in 2035, right? You, you You've driven... Uh, you've driven five miles over your limit for the week, they shut off your electric car. Oh, no, you, you've cooked too much this week, they shut off your electric stove. You know, things of that nature. Or you're just acting up and not adhering to the regime. We're just going to press a button be, and kill you from within because you took a vaccine that gives us that power. So this is the kind of stuff that they're looking into as authoritarian um, people. And just a very quick history on who the fuck is Karl Schwab, right? So if you look deep into it, this guy, to me, is a neo-Nazi. He was born in Germany. 
and his father owned a factory or something that produced weapons for the Nazis. So to me, this guy's a total Nazi. You can call me a conspiracy theorist if you want, which to me, that's a beacon of honor now to be called a conspiracy theorist because all the conspiracy theories are coming true. Uh, look it up. He is a German Nazi. Um, and this is a neo-Nazi movement of an anti-human future with the fourth industrial revolution. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back. Welcome back in today's dystopia. So if you are imagining a dystopian future where humans are monitored even more closely, then boom, you got it. You're imagining it correctly. This brings us to China, right? I kind of mentioned it in the beginning, but it was important to put that background in there where the first industrial revolutions were located were in the Western free world. It's important to note that the fourth industrial revolution is primed to come out of a authoritarian communist shithole known as China, run by the CCP. With the history like China's of authoritarian, it's kind of scary to think that this is where they're going to be, uh, where, where it's going to be concentrated is, is going to be in China. And our boy, Carl Schwab, in a, in a World Economic Forum meeting, which is happening next week, by the way, guys, that's kind of why it was on my mind as well, too. You know, all your overlords are going to meet and, and talk about the fourth industrial revolution, how you're going to become a peasant and they're going to become rich and basically become gods through AI and automation. All right. Anyway, so Carl Schwab, this is what he, what he says about China. And I quote, I think it's a role model for many countries, Schwab. I think also, and I quote, I think we should be very careful in imposing systems. But the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model. For a quite a number of countries, Schwab said. Yeah. So that's what Carl Schwab wants. He wants China, and I'm telling you, they that's why they're already doing it. They're on it. They're on that fourth industrial revolution. Definitely on the surveillance and crushing the will of the people side. I don't know if they have the all well, the technical stuff we talked about, right? Like all the new technologies coming and all that kind of stuff, but they definitely have the political communist CCP side social side taken care of right but i'm pretty sure once they develop once the west develops the technology china which is steal it which goes to my next point with the history of intellectual property theft in 2019 one in five american companies claim china has stolen their ip and academic espionage this revolution will be defined by big data and various artificial intelligence systems so it's basically us and china fighting not like I said, not over a traditional warfare, right? Not a, we are in war, right? Like I said, stage four psychological warfare or irregular warfare, where it's not muskets, it's not even assault rifles, it's not tanks anymore, it's not any of that shit. It's fought through now AI and uh, fourth iteration warfare. The you know the Chinese have. The Chinese regime, the CCP, have a willingness to steal IP. Uh, you know, that, that's just what they do. They just steal because they can't be innovative because their people are so suppressed. It's hard to get any real innovation. So how do you combat that? You steal. Uh, with the fourth industrial revolution, both artificial intelligence and quantum computing will play integral roles in shaping the societies of tomorrow. That's bad news for Americans. 
Alright, according to Nicholas Chalian, the Pentagon's former chief software engineer, the United States has no competing fighting chance against China in 15 to 20 years right now. He argues it's already a done deal, it's already over. Although the U.S. government spends three times the amount China does on defense, it has little to show for it. In fact, according to, to Chilean China advances in AI, machine learning and cyber capabilities make U.S. cyber defenses look utterly pathetic. Bureaucratic red tape and over and overregulation are preventing the country from competing with China. Meanwhile, China is close to creating the quantum internet, an online world that will be virtually unhackable. If successful, this would give the CCP an unprecedented level of geopolitical and technological clout. Wow. So what we can see in China, they have fully automated warehouses, robot-run restaurants, driverless taxis. They already are the dominant people in 5G. China is a technological powerhouse, just, just straight up. Going forward, I think, the country's high-tech dominance will have major impact on every aspect of life, including nature of warfare. So, that's where we stand right now with China in that arena of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And I think the future of war... Uh, so, here, here's Charles Schwab. The current revolution is like no other. It's not simply a natural progression from the previous one. It's completely new, like nothing that's ever come before. The synergetic nature of quantum computing and AI, as well as biotechnology and nanotechnology, will change our lives in ways we can't scarcely imagine. Yeah, so that's, you know, we, the United States and China are already in a new Cold War. We find ourselves engaged in real world. We may find ourselves engaged in real world warfare in the future, but I don't think so. The fourth industrial revolution is already upon us. Now it's time that we, United States, to ensure that China doesn't doesn't dominate the fourth industrial revolution, which which Carl Schwab wants, which is authoritarian in nature, carbon taxes, eating insects, the middle class completely collapsing into poverty, where capitalist entrepreneurs and the bourgeois class and bureaucrats rule your life. That's the future they want. And they will get there using technology because we are in a dystopia with dystopian figures at the head like Carl Schwab and all the, pen, all the, all the countries he's invaded through his ideology, which is neo-Nazi origins of anti-human uh, societies. That, that's what the fourth industrial revolution is primed to be. It's not the Jetsons, it's not a beautiful utopia, it's actually the crushing of the human soul and of humans themselves. If occupied and orchestrated by people like Carl Schwab at the World Economic Forum and all the sellout politicians who let them infiltrate at a price so they can push this and get them to 2030, which replaces billions of humans with robots and their technology will rule over us and they'll track everything of your life and that's that's where the fourth industrial revolution really gets to all right i'm not going to bore you with any more i think that's quite enough on the fourth industrial revolution i hope to get 
the Fauci Files episode out too. That's my main one is the vaccine one, which will be longer in length, more detailed. I really want to get that one out. I have a bone to pick with that one. But however, think about this. Fourth Industrial Revolution. Uh, I don't know how we prepare. That's why I'm thinking about it and seeing what we can do is, is fight these world economic forum people. Definitely don't give them the karmic retribution of agreeing with them. Fight back, right? Those are easy things to think of. But that's what this show's for, is to get you thinking and get me thinking about how the fuck do we fight off this coming of this fourth industrial revolution? All right, I'm out. In a days, dystopia.